0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Kids These Days. Happy New Year. I am Dr. Beth Tremel, a licensed psychologist and your host for uh, the podcast. And you are gonna be so excited about who I have invited to be with us for this first week of January. As we are thinking about our resolutions, our goals, our dreams for what 2021 has for us. I've invited my good friend, Jennifer Stanley to be with us to share her thoughts on how she's helped people for years in achieving their goals of feeling good. And I have so many notes after I've listened to it again, that I'm just so excited to be sharing uh, alongside you guys. So grab your coffee, grab your notebook, grab your journal, grab your list of goals for 2021, your dreams for 2021, for you, for your family, for your marriage, whatever it might be. And buckle up, because her questions and her thoughts about this are going to really make you think about that. Enjoy.
1: Okay, so I am so happy to be here with my dear friend and fellow growth promoter. I mean, that's what I just made a post on Facebook this morning about how I need to change my official title, right? I'm a psychologist, but really... I'm a growth promoter. And I just think we're kindred spirits in that way. But um, my dear friend, Jennifer Stanley is here with us today as we are approaching the new year. Uh, Jennifer, I have so many things I want to say about you, but I want for you to just introduce yourself and then we're going to get rolling.
2: Okay, well, hi, everybody. I'm Jennifer Stanley. And I would introduce myself as an entrepreneur of 23 years. I did get a degree in college that You know, could have been employable, but decided to not go that route. (laughs) I spent the first 10 years after college as an independent singer, songwriter, and worship leader and had a music business. And then switched gears, you know, what seems to be completely, although they are related, I promise. But I became a personal stylist for a women's apparel company out of California. Called Cabbie, and I've been a stylist for ten years, and then about a year ago, also became a health coach. So I've got several businesses, um, and I just love. I think the common thread there is I absolutely love people and want them to fulfill their great big purpose in the world. So whether it was through like giving them music to inspire them to you know to keep going or to be who they were going to be or helping a woman find a pair of jeans that she feels really good in. And so therefore she can go do her thing for the day um, or now helping people with achieving their health goals. So they're all very connected in my mind anyway.
1: They're totally connected in my mind too. And for someone who has both been your friend and your mentee, and we've had so many relationships (laughs) over the years that- I can totally relate to how cabbie and how your health coaching and how your music has all still been build relationship, deepen relationship with people to make them feel good. I mean, it's, uh-huh. ah, I can't wait to talk more about that. Okay. So the other thing I have to do with every guest is tell us okay. something fun about you. So tell us something fun about you.
2: Ooh, Okay. Well, because it's getting farther and farther and farther into my past, this is something that some that people don't usually know is that I worked for Royal Caribbean cruise lines for a year, uh, right out of college. I was a singer, dancer, theater girl on the cruise line. So that's kind of a fun little fact. It was a, It was an interesting life.
1: <laughs> I love this about you. I, mean, I, I sometimes forget this about you, right? That your life was on a cruise ship. Uh-huh? Yeah. For a year. So was it, I know we're, we're off topic here, but was it as amazing as it sounds like it would be to like live on a cruise ship?
2: Mm, parts of it were amazing. And as a 23 year old or 22 year old, yes. I mean, you know, you do shows every night, you wake up every day around lunchtime and go into the port and get a suntan and come back and do something you love, which is do a show. And then you have all this adrenaline so you go to bed super late and then you wake up about lunchtime the next day so yeah that it, it was pretty cool you know it, one thing to remember is that the ship that you live on it goes in a circle so like i've been to oh, nassau I like i don't know
1: a thousand times
0: a,
2: a million times yeah it feels like, <laughs> like no nassau inside and out and key west and so yeah you're not like going on a different cruise every week yeah. you're like you're gonna see the world nope i'm gonna go in a small circle through the Bahamas, you know, <laughs> for a year. So that is one thing to kind of, yeah, remember. But it, I learned a lot and I met some amazing people that I'm still friends with today. So that's fun.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I was actually thinking the same thing, like, oh, gosh, you're on a cruise ship and you get to travel the world. And then it's like, no, actually, you're no. just looping the same yes. circle in the ocean.
2: Same circle over and over and over. We get real excited during hurricane season because we might have to reroute somewhere. <laughs>
1: so fun. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So when I was thinking about putting together a podcast on, you know, the new year goal setting, I've been talking about goal setting this week on my, on my blog. I um, have a YouTube video with my friend, Deborah Miller on the Beth and Deb show about goal setting, how to set good goals. Hmm. You were the first to come to mind about keeping people inspired, helping them dream. I mean, I just, really don't know many people that are better at dreaming than you are. So I love your dreamer heart and spirit. And I love that you inspire other people to dream. And so tell me more about dreaming.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, that is maybe the best compliment I've ever received is Mm -hmm. to be known as a dreamer and not just a dreamer. Like I want to be known as a, as a dreamer who follows through, like who chases the dreams. Yeah, And um, I actually, my daughter said to me one time, and this kind of changed my perspective on dreaming. uh, I said, you know, she was talking about her dreams. And I said, well, you know what? You just got to, you got to chase your dreams. It's really important to chase your dreams. And she said, well, I don't really want to chase my dreams. I want to catch my dreams. I was like, ah, yeah, exactly exactly child of mine. That is. So I actually would rather be known as, as opposed to being a dream chaser, I'd like to be known as a dream catcher. And I really, um, I really appreciate that compliment from you. So I love to help people dream. And, you know, I love to just do this with my close friends. I like to do it with you know, other women that I work with in business. But I really think that when we access the dreamer inside us and the dreams that are in our soul, I believe it gives us a glimpse into who God made us to be. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. my dreams are not the same as your dreams. And your dreams are not the same as even another psychologist's dreams. And it's because God made you and I to become different people. And so the dreams that we have inside us, give us clues about who that, who that is to be. And so I'm sort of a like all out dreamer, like don't hold back, no shame because I do think our dreams give us very clear cues of who God wants us to become.
1: You know, this is so good. I mean, if I'm being real honest here, and that's what everybody knows I do, <laughs> but <laughs> yes. I, I have struggled with this. Right. Because I get caught up in social media and what other people are doing. Right. Like that person is already doing my dream. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, you know, and I have had lots of, lots of moments with myself to remind myself exactly what you're saying. Right. That, like, no, that's their path toward a similar dream. But I still have a path toward my dream, even if it looks similar in my mind right now and I feel less than, right? So I love that you're talking about how all of our dreams are unique, even though they might look the same. How do you help people stay on their, I don't want to say stay on their path, because I'm not sure we're all just on any singular path at any moment. But how do you talk with people about that comparison and- I want the dream they have.
2: Yeah, I think that's just, it's a lie that we believe. I don't mm. actually think we want the dream that someone else has.
1: Mm. Um, Go girl. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I would say, I, I would say, no, Beth, that's not true. You don't want her dream mm. because her dream, it might look a little similar to you, but but that's like custom fit for her and it wouldn't fit you very well and you'd be walking around in shoes that weren't comfortable because does not custom fit to you. And your dreams are very custom fit to you. And again, I go back to some of our dreams give us, you know, just give us clues yeah. um, as to as to who we are and who we're becoming. And I just feel like having confidence in the fact that it's your dream and it is specific to you you just, you kind of have to stay in that lane. I mean, you know, this is the, this is the trick with comparison on, on any subject is just kind of keeping, keeping your eyes focused on what's yours to focus on.
1: I am just totally blown away as I think about the things that you do with, whether it's cabbie or health coaching, right? That it's the end goal again, may look similar, right? The dream is to find a great pair of jeans, which we know is a freaking dream of many of us, right? It's like, yeah, how sure. hard is it to find a good pair of jeans, right? But this, the work that you do, you thread into that narrative, whether it's through making women feel good about their bodies in clothes or in their health goals, right? It is yeah. about custom fitting the path for success to the end goal. That's what you're saying.
2: Absolutely. That is 100. percent What I say that it is. Dreams are custom, custom because they're because they're God's dream for your life, and you were not the same as anyone else.
1: So when I have this dream, right? Okay, so here I am. I have this dream. I am a. I don't know when do we call ourselves middle age? I'm 40 now. Is that does that oh, count? Not yet. No. No. Okay. Let's
0: not put her yet. <laughs> <laughs> talk
1: about it, yeah. Okay, so I am a before middle-aged woman. <laughs> and You're I have peri-middle-aged. middle aged almost like perimenopausal. We're not gonna talk about it. Okay, so I am a peri-middle-aged woman with a goal yes. that for me, and I, I mentioned this on the first of the year on Facebook, that I am I am I am a dreamer, but I Love the beginning. Like, I love the start. I love the excitement of the first three or four days. Mm -hmm. And the thing I suck at is when I don't want to do it anymore. And it gets, I, I can't even say that it gets harder for me. I don't know if it's that it's harder or if it's monotonous or it's just really hard to persevere. So, How do you help people when they get to that point? Because I know, frankly, you and I have had conversations in my own life where I'm like, I just, I'm not sure I want to do this anymore, (laughs) Jennifer. (laughs) I don't want to stick to healthy. I just want to eat Oreos and cupcakes. So you have encountered lots of people, I'm sure. How, what are some things that you talk to them about? I feel like
2: I need to like back up because it's one thing to have a goal. And, and just for, let's just like, do something really, really simple here, just for the sake of example, I have a goal, I want to lose 20 pounds so that I can have a healthy BMI. Okay, whatever. Um, And so without the work that it takes, which I'm sure you understand in goal setting, of, of understanding what that's going to take, and the steps that will get you to that goal, then you're just going to wake up the next day or one week later and say, well, this sucks. I haven't lost 20 pounds yet. And what would have happened? I mean, how possibly could you feel differently if you broke down that goal into like, well, this is where these are the things I'm going to do every day and celebrating often the small, small steps that get you to a bigger goal. I think one thing that really helps keep on the path, well, I'll say it two things, is knowing why you're doing it, Mm -hmm. having that, having your why loud and clear in front of you. So I have why cards like scattered through my house. I have some at my desk. I have in my car because I spend a lot of time in my car (laughs) and I have one in my bathroom of just remembering why I, why I want to do the thing I'm doing. Uh, So keeping that in front of you and then celebrating every small win will keep the motivation going. And then there will be days when we just don't feel motivated. We just don't want to do it. And that's when I believe being in community really, really helps. When you come to your coach or you come to your good friend or the person you've shared these dreams with and said, this is, you know, this is what I'm dreaming about. This is kind of where I want to be in 3 months or 6 months or 9 months or 12 months or 2 years and and your community of people say to you, "No, no, we're not quitting today." No, I know you don't feel like it and that's okay. That is okay that you don't feel like it today, but this dream is worth this dream is worth it and and you don't want to quit. So I didn't start out saying this was three things, but I guess I just said three things. Your Y, celebrating every step, and really having a community of support that will lift you on the days you don't want to do the things.
1: And when you say Y card, you mean I have written on a card, the reason I want to do X goal is because-
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to just, I mean, I know they can't see us, but yes, this. I'm showing Beth right now my four by six card. And it just has all my reasons why I want to be a healthy person.
1: You know, I can't read it from here, but I have, um, I've heard you talk about your why. And it's not just vague, oh, I want to be healthy, right? I mean, your whole card is filled up.
2: Yeah, it has to be specific. You can't just say, "Um, I want to start a podcast, you know, if that's a dream of yours. I mean, it has to be like. Well, tell me more about starting a podcast. Tell me more about why that would be important to you. It just comes down to very specific reasons when you take the time to do it. So that's a big, big piece of the dreaming process is is you have to be able to kind of do the process of, you know, I just say like get a big blank canvas, whether it's a blank eight and a half by 11, or if you have the big
1: poster board,
2: paper, you know, but get a big blank canvas and then put... Your topics in there like physical, men- uh, mental, financial, spiritual, family, all of the categories, any category you can think of, purpose, what you know, volunteerism, and then you just stand back and you just go like this. You go, wouldn't it be great, wouldn't it be fun if, and you just start throwing stuff on the board, wouldn't it be fun if... This is a new one for me that I just, I've been following a friend who lives in Montana and she is skiing every day and like just this little cute, adorable town. And so on my dream board this year, it says, wouldn't it be fun if my family could go on a winter vacation to Montana? Well, that's never been on there before, but like this year it is. And I'm not saying it will even happen this year. It's there because I took the time to go, wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be great if, and you can do this in every category of your life, and then you can't tackle all of them at once. I mean, there's a real process to it, but you've got to be able to dream big and then kind of zero in and like what you're saying, get really specific as to, well, why, why would you want to do that with your family? Why do you think that sounds cool? What about it is appealing to you? Just getting very, 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 very specific. I could go on and on. I literally love this topic so much.
1: You love this topic and you're great at it. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. It's It starts as a dream, right? And I love, it's, it's so funny because I just this morning put on my blog a similar kind of dream boarding with our teens that like when we talk with our, our teenagers about setting goals, it does go back to when we used to like collage with magazines. Do you, I mean- Do you remember collaging with magazines and putting it onto a a poster board and just seeing all the things that either spoke to you or you wanted to be, or, I mean, it's just so good to have the space to put all of your dreams on the board and then realize the dream isn't actually the goal, right? The dream is the thing that alludes to what your goals are going to be, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, And the goals have to be those very specific, very um, kind of honed in and measurable things that are going to help you reach your dreams.
2: Absolutely. And I would add to that, they have to be measurable and they have to be a, they have to be, this is not a word. Oh, I was going to say celebratable, Yeah, <laughs> but they have to be able to be celebrated. Yeah. The, the specific steps, yeah, yeah. Like we're going to celebrate this and this and this and this because if you are waiting until it is all the way done to celebrate and to feel great about it then you're just going to be really tired
1: it's just going to suck
2: yeah it's just going to be it's just not going to be fun yeah yeah. and really dream catching is fun because you're like whoa I just did I just took another I just took another step and that's awesome
1: yeah. I love Okay, so we've got to talk about celebrating because okay. as someone who loves to celebrate with food, I am from a big yeah. Italian Catholic family and <laughs> we celebrated everything with casseroles and ravioli. Yes. So I love this idea of celebrating. I celebrate with our, my kids when I talk about behavior planning, right? We do like stickers or we do check marks or whatever. That's the celebration, right? Mm-hmm. So How do we celebrate? And I, as you were talking about those three things, right? Like know your why, write it down, be specific, celebrate and be in community. I didn't necessarily think about those two, those last two as separate things. I know they are, but if I'm not celebrating with food, I'm celebrating with people, Hmm. right? Like I'm, I'm calling up my friend and I'm telling them, or I'm talking to you, or I'm saying, look what I did. And I love celebrating with other people. Okay. If I can't celebrate with Oreos. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a good point that the community piece is there, not just for when you're discouraged yeah. and you need someone to remind you. I mean, we all need the people to reflect back to us why we're, you know, why our dreams are worthy of, of pursuing. Um, but they're also there to celebrate together. You know, with you. So that's a that's a really good point. And I I I wouldn't say that always celebrations need to be with people. Um, I love to have a quiet space. I mean, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Uh, To read a fiction book, like literally, I haven't read a fiction book in a while because I just it's it's like such a treat to me, and so you know, it can be the smallest things of like, what do you enjoy doing and making no excuse for making the time to do it. Mm. Um, if you love to hike, uh, and you are okay to, I mean, sometimes you, yes, hiking with a friend, that could be an awesome celebration. Let's go to mounds. Let's go to the greenway. Let's do whatever. Let's walk. And, but if you love that, there's an I mean, I think it's cool to celebrate by yourself and, and just not making like not say, well, I probably shouldn't go do that today. I'm really busy. That's what happens to me sometimes. I'll be like, you know, I was going to celebrate this by having an afternoon off and doing whatever I wanted, but ah, I'm really busy. Maybe I shouldn't. So really keeping that promise to yourself to celebrate is is important. So, yeah, I agree. It's it's oftentimes with people meeting a friend doing something special together. I don't know, but it can be things that are not with other people too. Just something that you enjoy.
1: So as I am listening to us talk about this, it's striking me and I'm, I'm trying to decide, right? Like I don't want to overwhelm people, but it really is a process. Like to, if you really want to achieve any of the goals, it really is sitting down, determining what those things are that you dream about, then setting very specific, very celebratable goals, Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for success by saying who are going to be the people in my community and writing it out. Like maybe you have a separate board, maybe a separate piece of paper that says, these are the people that are going to be in my community. And these are the things that I'm going to celebrate with, right? So having a list, I just think, the more we can prepare ourselves ahead of time, the mm-hmm. more likely we are to succeed.
2: A hundred percent. I couldn't have said that any better. Yes. A hundred percent that, you know, if you haven't spent time with your dream and with your goal, then I don't know that it's really that important to you. Yeah. I hate to say it so bluntly, yeah, but like no, if it's but that's important good. to you, you're going to spend time with it. And, and I, and if you, if you don't know how to start, then, you get with somebody that does know how to start, you know, and you say, well, I don't even know what to do here. But if it's important to you, you will spend time figuring it out and getting it into your calendar. And I like the question like, okay, in order to support this dream, what do I have to say yes to? And what do I have to say no to? Mm. Because there will be both. Yeah. And we're so unwilling to ask that question. We think that our dreams should just like fit into like the the nooks and crannies of our already busy life. And if it's really important, it's going to be something we got to focus on and like have in our calendar. And so
1: what do I have to say yes to? And what do I have to say no to?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's so good.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I've learned that the super hard way, Beth, you know, I <laughs> I've not been great at that step of this process, but I am learning and trying so hard to get better.
1: It's just such a good reminder. And for me, I talk a lot about mantras So what do I need to say yes to? What do I need to say no to? Almost like every day, over and over, reminding myself, this is my goal. This is my focus. This is my dream. What do I need to say yes to? Is it an Oreo right now? This is what I got to say no to. Is it I'm going to raid the kitchen cabinet? This is my no. Right now, this is my no. And this is my yes.
2: Yes. It's in those tiny
1: moments, right? Yeah. Tiny moments. You said something earlier. That I want you to say again. Or I'm going to say it. And then I want for you to tell me more about how you help people here. Okay. You said, when you feel good, you
0: do good.
2: Yeah. So I see this play out all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see this play out all the time. Uh, In my fashion business, as a stylist, the difference between... Going to work every day, maybe in a place that's tough, maybe maybe there's a hard conversation you have to have, maybe there's somebody that in that work situation that that makes you feel less confident about yourself for whatever reason. The difference between walking in, feeling good about you, and I mean, is it vain? No, I don't think so. Because the way that people act is so different. I get messages from clients who say, I wore my favorite sweater today and I just felt so amazing. So what happens when people feel amazing? They hold their head higher. Their body language changes. Their face looks up instead of down. They walk into a room smiling instead of frowning. Like all I would ask someone to do is to just pay attention to yourself. When you feel good in a sweater, Or whatever it is. I mean, you just act differently. And I see this in the grocery store, too, all the time. So, you know, we all do this when, like, we're in Target or wherever in our pajama pants and a baseball hat. And and we just feel like we look terrible. I'm not saying we even do look terrible, but we just feel underdressed or we Mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I really hope I don't see anybody today. Um, and here we're kind of like shining our way through the store, right? Just kind of hoping to sort of come go unnoticed mm-hmm. as opposed to right when you leave your hair appointment and your hair looks amazing and you've got an outfit on and you walk into Target and you're like, hey, everybody, look at my new haircut and I look so good. You know, it, all you have to do is pay attention to the way you act when you feel good and when you maybe don't. And there's just such a big difference in your body language and in the way you interact with people. And I
1: think it makes a big difference you have made a believer out of me, right? Years ago, when you and I crossed paths with Cabby, you know, I am a clearance rack shopper, right? I have never invested a lot of money in my wardrobe. I am super low key. And so when I would think about the idea of spending any kind of money on clothes, it was like, huh, I don't know if I'm quite there. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree that every one, every woman, every man, every person should have things that they love, no matter what their size is. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that you preach over and over, right? Is that it doesn't matter what size it is. It matters how you feel when you wear it.
2: You are a good what? student, Beth Tramell. That is so important. Do not look at that little number. Mm. I always say, hey, if it will make you feel better, I'll come over when you get your new jeans. I'll cut it out and sew a new one on there if you want me to. But the number is not the thing. It is how you feel and how it's going to cause you to interact with your world. Yes. And, you know, quality garments, they cost more. I'm just going to yes. say this, too. I, yes, I, yes. I love a clearance. I love a clearance. I love a good deal. Um, But when your clothing is made in a way that it is ethically sourced and ethically manufactured, that is not the same as fast fashion. Yep. That's all I'll say about that.
1: And it fits better. It feels better. Uh And I'll tell you, (laughs) it lasts longer, right? So um, I guess I'm saying if I really want to invest in myself, to be the best version of me, right? To capture my dreams, to do all the goals that I want to do. It takes investment in me, investment of my time, investment of my money, investment of, you know, my effort. And that starts with all sorts of different things for different people, But I do think investing in a great pair of pants, uh, frankly, I don't even care if you get a great pair of leggings. It doesn't matter if you're not wearing pants with buttons right now. That's totally fine. But (laughs) you are totally right in that when you feel good, you do good. That's just the truth. That's just the truth.
2: Yeah, it is. And there are days during this pandemic where I'm not going to see a single person I'm not going to even be on a Zoom call, but I'm going to interact with people, especially as a health coach. I do a lot of that over the phone. And yesterday, for example, I had health coaching calls almost the whole day because, you know, it's January 4th and we're all getting, you know, started back up on our health journey. And I thought to myself, I need to feel great today to Mm. do these calls well. So I got up, I put on jeans, I put on shoes, I put on a really bright colored sweater I put my makeup on like, and I wasn't going to see a single person all day. I just knew that for me to feel really great yesterday, I just needed to feel good. I don't, I, yeah. So just, and I don't do that every time. There, I do lots of calls in my pajama pants. Like, and that's, yes. it's just, you know, that when you feel good, you do good. It's, it's a mantra.
0: I
1: love the mantra. It's why I wrote it down <laughs> earlier. Yeah. And it's why I brought it up again. So everybody could hear it, you know, and we all know the tiny things in our lives that make us feel good, that are good for us. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, because, you know, some of us might say, well, eating Oreos makes me feel good, but it's not good for me. So I know you and I could keep going and going and going.
2: I mean, yes, we I,
1: I would love to actually do a whole dream board with someone with you with someone like, I know how much you love that process. And good golly, people would just be so, they would be so blessed by you. So tell, tell us how can people reach you?
2: Okay. Well, on Instagram, I am Jennifer Stanley, one, two, one, three. So Jennifer Stanley, one, two, one, three. That's me.
1: That's you. And And
2: you know, it's so interesting because I know I'm supposed to have like business accounts and I've got, um, so then for my health coaching account, it's Jen Stanley underscore living well. And then as a cabbie stylist, it is the underscore client underscore corner. And Beth will put all these in the the notes. So you don't have to worry about all that, but. It's just, Beth, I was just going to say, it's so funny because I know I'm supposed to have like business accounts and my personal account. And for me, one of my, I think it's a strength. I don't know. It could be a weakness. I think it depends on how balanced I am. But my life is so integrated that I feel like, okay, I don't really need all these accounts because this is just what I do all the time. But I do try to be more specific with the accounts, what I post. But I just think that's funny that I'm, like, I don't even know what account to give you because just anywhere, just find me anywhere and you'll, you can reach out and, and talk. And if you uh, want to find me, that's great. I have thought a lot, Beth, what you're saying, and you are inspiring me to dream another dream that I'm going to have to spend some time with of, you know, possibly just hosting a a dreaming workshop or something. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun?
1: It would be so fun. I mean... I just think you, you and I were a part of a writing circle for a little while and you posed some questions to the six or seven of us that were in this, this small group with you. And I just think you are so passionate and so good at it. I think it would just be so well received and I think people need it. You know, I think we've kind of scratched the surface on making sure that you have kind of this process for not just setting your goal, but actually achieving them and going through like when it's hard and you don't want to do it anymore, but really you need someone alongside you. Right. I I mean, in my video this morning, I talked about how I did this in therapy with people all the time and I was their therapist, you know, I was like helping (laughs) them walk through it and holding them accountable and being their weekly person that they could, you know, tweak and shift. And does this still fit right? And again, it comes back to that thing you were talking about, like customizing it, because that's what we need to to meet those goals. So I think it's a great idea. And I think I would love to hear more as you spend more time with that dream.
2: Okay. And if you change your title to growth promoter, I'm going to change my title to dream promoter. I love it. I know. That'd be so fun. Okay. Now I'm inspired. Oh, boy.
1: I know now we've got to have, um, you know, six more podcast episodes to <laughs> all the Things we want to talk about. Oh my gosh. Um, Jennifer, I am so happy you said yes to this. Um, I know everyone who is able to hear from you and be inspired by you. And I just dream catching y'all. That's what we're doing in 2021 dream catching. Thank yeah. you for being with us. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great. Until next time, y'all, we'll see ya.